This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous one, and welcome to Q&A Thursday with me, Susie. And this week, I have a question from Karen from Coffs Harbour. And her question is, what are my top tips for weight loss over 40? I And I hear this all the time. Karen is saying that she is trying everything. Everything that usually works for her is not working anymore. What can I do? And yeah, I hear this all of the time, Karen. So I was thinking about this and thinking about how to um, discuss this because it's obviously very involved. It's probably a bit more involved than a Q&A episode. But I thought, you know what? I can really easily summarize this by looking at the six key pillars of my GLOW protocol because it was especially designed for women over 40 for balancing hormones and weight loss. And so I thought I'll just go through that because it's pretty easy. And it also will give you a little bit of an insight in how I work with women. So first and absolutely foremost is nutrition. As you know, I'm a naturopath and I'm also a clinical nutritionist and I trained in nutrition first. So my go-to is always food. Food as medicine is so unbelievably powerful. And I have to be honest, when I first studied nutrition, I had no idea how powerful food is as a a treatment, I guess, for what's going on in the body. Because when you think about it on a daily basis, what we're putting into our bodies in terms of food is actually 
building our hormones. It's actually building our skin cells, our muscle cells, our brain cells, our brain chemicals. Like as those um, those food molecules get broken down into the little molecules of like vitamin D and magnesium and all of the amino acids, etc., it it becomes part of us. It's really quite extraordinary. Our food, what we're eating, what we're putting in our body actually becomes part of our physicality, our physical body. Um, of course, some of it is turned into energy as well. But yeah, so nutrition is huge. But specifically within nutrition, um, here are some tips. Uh, specifically within nutrition is a couple of things. One is eating a a, a plan or a diet or whatever you want to call it. When I say diet, I never mean a diet. I mean just what you're eating. So having a diet that is low in inflammatory foods. So generally speaking, what we consider to be inflammatory foods for pretty much everyone are what we call white foods. So white flour, white sugar, white rice, white pasta, etc. All of those really highly processed foods are considered to be inflammatory to the body. Also things like um, alcohol, of course, your processed foods, pretty much anything that comes in a packet for many people will be um, inflammatory. And so having a diet that's low in inflammatory foods, but also is high in foods that decrease inflammation. So they're the, you're, generally speaking, they're going to be your brightly colored foods. So fruits and veggies that are, you know, reds, oranges, purples, greens, etc. On top of that, we also want to look at managing your glucose and insulin balance. And so that is having the right proportion of protein and um, carbs, if you like, or veggies and salads, etc., for your biochemistry, for your um, your body, your individual needs. And what I've found in working with personalized nutrition is that everyone is different. Uh, as you probably know, I work with. Um, blood testing to determine the foods, the actual foods, but also the proportions of protein to veggies and salads and fruits, etc. So doing this helps to manage that glucose and insulin. But what it also, there's also a couple of other little tricks. The first one is making sure every time you have a meal that you're having two bites of protein first. So that tricks your body into thinking you're having a high protein meal, it'll slow down your insulin secretion and insulin is your fat burning, sorry, fat storage hormone. Uh, it will also slow production of something called GLP-1. And I'm not going to get into the technicalities of that today, but it is something that um, is really important for managing glucose and insulin. And when you hear me talk like that, you might think, but I'm not diabetic. Why do I need to worry about that? As we age, I don't like using that word, as we age, as we get into our 40s and 50s and beyond, unfortunately, we tend to become a little more insulin resistant. And an insulin resistant state is a, a pre-diabetic state. And so we want to kind of avoid that. So we want to be managing our insulin glucose as much as we can. And 
So that's why one of the reasons I do the blood test is we look at your fasting glucose. If uh, people that do the uh, six-month program, I also look at their long-range glucose, which is an HbA1c measurement. And from that, that helps to build a really comprehensive plan of foods that are ideal for the individual. So having uh, that bite of um, two bites rather of protein first is really important. The other thing is if you're someone that snacks and I used to be someone that snacks and I happen to know that my blood glucose management is pretty bad. Like whenever I get tested, I'm kind of nudging that um, uh, I wouldn't say pre-diabetic, but certainly I have to work and think about what I'm eating in order to manage my glucose really well. And so uh, for me, having switching from snacking all day, which is what I used to do, to three meals a day and no snacks has been a game changer in terms of managing my energy, um, avoiding that, that sense of fatigue, particularly in the afternoon. Generally, that will come from poor blood glucose management. So now that I've learned how to do that, and I also obviously have my personalized nutrition plan, uh, then I have found that's just been an absolute game changer for me in terms of reducing fat storage around my belly. That's where I I tend to be an apple, not a pear. Um, I'm fairly slim, but I also know I'm probably, I mean, I've I don't think I've ever had a laparoscopy, but I'm sure if I did, um, I would be someone that's termed skinny fat in that there's a fair bit of visceral fat there. That is where I tend to store my fat tissues. So by managing my insulin and glucose, when I do that, I really notice a reduction in storage in that particular area. The other thing that goes along with nutrition, of course, is hydration. And you know, I bang on about this all of the time. So your little calculation, if you haven't heard this before, for every kilo of body weight, it is 35 mils of water. That will give you optimal hydration. And that is any kind of hydrating beverage, like if you're having herbal teas, if you're having water, if you're having soups, smoothies, if you're having food that has a fair bit of water content, all of that is included. Uh, But yeah, 35 mils per kilo of body weight is what you should be aiming for to a maximum of about four liters. Um, So nutrition is number one when it comes to losing weight, obviously in Uh, your 40s and beyond. But it is not about restriction and starvation. Anyone that works with me knows that it's we don't count calories at all. It it's such an outdated mode of managing weight. So I having personalized nutrition, which is the exact foods for you in the exact portion sizes that you need in the exact proportions of protein, veggies, salads, fruits, bread, etc. That is the key. All right, that was a lot. Um, I think in terms of, let's just go straight to pillar number two, which is detox. So as you know, if you've listened to me talk about detox before, detox is not extreme. Detox is not something where you're just drinking juice for three days. Uh, The body knows how to detox. We have a lot of uh, detoxification pathways in our body. It's not just about the liver. It's also the skin. It's also our lymphatic system. It's our kidneys. It's our lungs. Like we have a whole bunch of detoxification pathways. So just having some juices isn't really going to cut it. 
And so with my program, we have a set aside two days at the beginning where we're doing uh, what we call a detox. It's very gentle, very mild, but some people get really significant symptoms from that, um, which means generally they probably needed it. And so, yeah, it's it's just supporting the body to actually detoxify itself because the body knows what to do. And that is really important to help to remove blockers to weight loss. So that's uh, probably my second pillar. My third pillar is always going to be gut health because the gut is the seat of all health. And if we have good gut health, then we're going to have better detoxification. We're going to build good brain chemicals, which is going to help with our mindset and with our sleep. It's going to... um, reduce inflammation in the body. When the body is inflamed, it holds onto weight. So having good gut health, uh, oh, and also if you have good gut health, of course, you're going to be able to absorb your nutrients better. So that's super important when we're wanting to lose weight, because if the body feels like it's starving, it's going to hold onto fat tissue because we are wired for survival. So gut health is really, really important. Stress management or building stress resilience is also key. We know that stress is a real blocker to weight loss as well, because when we're stressed, our cortisol lifts and that blocks our ability to lose weight. So stress management is key. Uh, Finding movement you love is super important. I've never been one that's loved exercise. (laughs) So I... uh, Once I've found movement that I love, which for me is reformer Pilates and yoga and bushwalking and swimming in the ocean uh, and walking my dogs, of course, um, that is just given me everything I need to, to, to make my body feel good, to build muscle. Oh, I like lifting weights in the gym as well. Uh, yeah. So finding movement you love is really important because then you're actually going to do it. And finally, and most importantly, actually is mindset. Mindset around the belief that you can do this, mindset around having a positive attitude to change and change management, mindset around, you know, how you feel about food and your relationship with food, mindset about how you feel about aging and about perimenopause and menopause, etc. And that's why working with someone um, that is qualified to manage weight loss is really important as well. And I think that's why I see so much success in my clients. Um, Yeah, I think that's probably all I want to say about it. So Karen, those are my top tips. I'll just recap that is having a personalized nutrition plan where you are managing your insulin and your glucose, where you are reducing inflammation in your body and you are really well hydrated. And those little uh, two little tips are two bites of protein first with every meal and having a five to six hour break between meals. So three meals a day, no snacks. Uh, Number two is, of course, detoxification. Number three is gut health. Number four, managing your stress. Super important. Number five, finding movement you love. And number six, mindset and having someone to help and coach you and be there for you. So I hope that's helped. If you do want to check out the Glow Protocol, which is my signature program for women, uh, check it out at susiegarden.com forward slash the glow protocol. I'll put the link in my show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts 
or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week. If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at Susie Garden Wellness. I'd love to connect with you. 